Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Survey Says, the podcast where we send out surveys collecting the thoughts and opinions of the public to share them with you. My name is Mel and I am joined with co-host Matt Thomas for this week's episode on online influencers. That's right. The questions this week are, do online influencers actually influence you? Given the option, would you want to be one or internet famous? And what are your general thoughts about online influencers? Absolutely. We also have a guest interview with TikTok, well-known, famous, whatever identity. you want to call identity, um, Ash Media, also known as Liam um, from Woolworths. Um, you can see all his content on there, but we will get to that. Um, first off, we will let you know a little bit more about Survey Says if this is your first time listening or if you're back and you just forget how it works. Uh, yeah, so as you know, we release a new survey every month preparing six episodes ahead with questions surrounding a different theme each time. The two Survey Says editions are I'd Be The Man with Alex McIntosh focusing on women's empowerment, feminism and life experiences, as well as All The Things with Matt focusing on cool science pop culture sort of stuff. And there is a new episode released every Tuesday. You can catch up on what you've missed at surveysayspodcast.com. And with that, we'll start off with the statistics of who did the survey. All right. Take so it the, away, Ernie. <laughs> all right. So the age brackets this week, are 36% of our respondents were between the ages of 18 and 24. 10% were between the ages of 25 to 34. 18% were between 35 and 44. And 36 were between 45 and 54 years old. And the gender split this week were 55% female, 36% male and 9% anonymous. There we go. Now you know who's done the survey. Let's listen to the responses to the questions. First question is, do online influencers actually influence you? Which is a very interesting question considering these people are paid to influence. So you, they would hope that it would. Have you experienced being influenced by online people? Well, I think online influencer basically just means anyone that you... Oh, God. See, I don't think influencers are just pushing products. I think it's a looser term than that, how it's like, you know, people who you watch and you find relatable to you and stuff like that. So I've actually... I have bought stuff from an online influencer, but like it's that's not their whole... That's not their whole uh, their whole deal. They're just there to entertain and they also have these products that are part of their brand, part of their merchandise, which I happen right. to enjoy. So I have bought them. Well, what about like people like on Instagram that are like, hey, I have a brand deal, buy this stuff. Do you, are you ever like, oh, this person bought it, I should buy it too. No, I haven't done anything like that. There is stuff that I wanted to try, like um, PewDiePie's G Fuel and then... Um, Aaron Marino's uh, Teach Hanley stuff like that but that stuff I like like needed rather than wanted like I needed a replacement for coffee that was cheaper and I needed a new skincare routine it's just yeah. that they were they were um, I got a discount code from them and I needed a need field so that's why I guess it's more like when when I configured this question it was more towards like the the people who have like 60,000 followers for no reason and are just a pretty face mm. and like brand deals brand brands contact them for brand deals and are like hey shop with at 
soandso.com use the code blah 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 to get 25% off yeah are you 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 see that and you're unless you want it yeah you don't really like i'm pretty good at not buying things just because i want them i only Mm -hmm. buy them if i need them yeah i'm exact i'm the same on that but like the way this question is comes across to me is like you see someone be and you buy the buy their stuff buy stuff that they have because you like them and want to be them sure that's how it that's how it comes across to me and i don't i don't subscribe to that either so online influencers do not actually influence you for the most part no no nah, me neither I'm it's, it's the, the very boat. it's the very rare product that they have or they push that i find interesting yeah i'm only influenced by the one taylor swift right <laughs> as we know um, of course as, we knew from last week's episode you're a big fan of 100 percent yeah. um as same with you are influenced by PewDiePie. PewDiePie and other other like I guess personalities that you followed for a long time. Yeah. Kind of thing. That makes sense. Um well let's see what um everyone said in the survey. Let's see what they thought. Um so it was either yes, no, or sort of. For being in influenced or by influencers. Do online influencers actually influence you? Yes, no, sort of, and then why? So this is what we've got. All right. First up, we have Callum, a male, age range 18 to 24. He says, online influencers sort of influence me, saying, a lot of my news is through people I follow on Twitter and Instagram. Often my perspective on world events gets skewed by the specific first impressions for a bit until researching myself. So that's a completely different avenue. Like, you know, not only like products and like goods and services, but like Callum's talking about like news. Yeah. So like if you follow like sky news or anything that can be uh they can they can influence you by pushing their own agenda or whoever yeah different news outlets or or like websites have different views on different things happening in the world so that you can pick how that's i guess tailored yes how how you like to receive that news exactly Next response is from a male named Matty in the age range of 18 to 24. He says, sort of, if it's someone engaging in a topic I like or someone I follow and I feel like has some authority on the topic, I can be influenced, i.e. a photographer talking about a new camera or lens or a music producer promoting new gear or equipment. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big uh, part of it because um, like, you wouldn't want to buy someone who's promoting uh, sound producing equipment if they're not themselves a sound producer. They don't know what's good or not. Yeah, it's it's that trust that you get from, hey, you know what you're doing, so you'll know what's best for what you are doing. Exactly. It's like when you look up YouTube videos, oh, podcast setup, what should I get? Um, you're not going to listen to someone who's not, you know, already has a podcast. And Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You wouldn't want a non-professional or non, a non-successful person telling you what to buy or what to do. Yeah, absolutely. The next response is from a female named Brie, age range 18 to 24. She says sort of as well, saying, if I see someone post about a product once, I'm not bothered. But if I see a bunch of major influencers like the Kardashians posting about a product, I will look into it and see what the hype's about. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, because you want trust when you buy something. Yeah, or maybe if like people are really pushing a product, like maybe it's useful in some co- sort of way. Yeah. You know, I saw a lot of... um. What's the the home delivery of healthy products where your family gets? HelloFresh. HelloFresh. Yeah. Yeah. I saw quite a few people that I follow online who are YouTubers um, and other just faces um, promoting them. Yep. So 
and knowing that you've you've your family does it as well mm-hmm. it seems like it's a, a thing that uh sounds good <laughs> if i could afford it i would be doing it but there are also like companies that are like seem good but like if you dig de- dig deeper further into them they're not so good yeah you gotta do that research as well that's yeah like uh, a, an example of this was a company called BetterHelp, which is like basically an online therapy session. Right. So it's basically you sign up to this and you get um, free counseling. But if you looked into their terms and service, it says because um, Be- the company BetterHelp reached out to YouTubers to promote their service, you know, saying like, oh, mental health is a bigger problem now more than ever. So if you guys can help get our um, our service across. That would, that would be appreciated. But in their terms of service for better help, it says, we do not make sure that our professionals are professionals. Oh. And, <laughs> and we also pay YouTubers $200 for every person they get to sign up. Oh, wow. So it's almost like encouraging people to like... It's not done like, correctly, yeah. The, the, way, the way I see it is like, unfortunately, the YouTubers are benefiting of people's mental health mm. being poor. But it's also, look, it's it's a both ways gain. You know, if you don't do that and you don't know that, both ways gain in the way of if you are struggling with mental health, this is, uh, YouTubers thought it was a really great opportunity for people to seek help and that could really help them. And then in turn, yes, maybe the YouTubers benefited money or services or whatever it was. Yeah. So it was benefiting both parties, both listeners and um, content creators. Until you then find out that information that is actually not great. Yeah, and that the people that they're talking to aren't necessarily professionals. Yeah, well, I, that was later found out. Yeah. Yes, but so like, they you didn't know, know that. Prime example of like, you know, you got a good company like HelloFresh delivering like healthy things. And then like companies like uh, better, uh, better Help that are like, you know, un- under the undercoverly like, you know, doing something sneaky. Right, yeah. And like you really had to dig to find this stuff. Like it was like in the middle of their terms of service. That's so weird. Yeah. Next response is from a female named Kelly in the age range of 35 to 44. She says they sort of influence her, saying not usually in the way they intend to. They sometimes give me reasons to avoid particular products or activities. I guess like the the opinion of Mm. people who are who are high, you know, have a following can also influence you. Like instead of to buy a product. Uh, to not buy a product or to not use a service. Yeah. That or makes if, sense. Or if they advertise it in an annoying way, I'm less inclined to buy the product. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, buy this skincare routine. Uh, no, you're cringy. <laughs> Our next response is from a female named Marin, age range 45 to 54. She says, no, they don't influence me. They say, she says, they're fake, self-obsessed, egocentric people. Look, they definitely can be. The pushy ones. The, the pushy ones, the ones who always promote, the ones who promote products that they don't even believe in. Yeah, uh, just, uh, what is it, selling out. Yeah, just just for the money for and an easy buck, all yeah. that kind of stuff. So there are definitely people like that. Um, but some people, um, for example, there's this girl I watch. Her name is Brianne Worth. She's a Queensland YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And she once spoke about how... Um, and just different YouTubers in general who talk about brand deals and stuff. Um, they they only promote things that they believe in. Of course. Or that they personally use and all that kind of stuff. So that's, yeah. Look, there are people out there who are actually trying to sell you a service that they believe in and think is really helpful. Oh, 100%. Um, and then there are some who are yeah, just trying to make a buck. 
Yeah, like people like Brienne Worth and PewDiePie. Like PewDiePie has announced, or not announced, but like he's disclosed that like he probably gets like 10,000 brand deal requests before he accepts one. Right. Because he doesn't use, care, or trust any of the services or products that he gets sent through to him. Yeah. The only ones he basically advertises are his own ones. His own brands? Yeah, his own like his G Fuel brand and his merchandise. Yeah, that makes sense. Or a game that he's playing at the moment. Yeah. The final response is from an anonymous male in the age range of 18 to 24. Uh, he says, sort of, saying the only influences that, that impact me are the artists I follow. They inspire and motivate me to push my creativity and make something unique. Yeah, we didn't even touch on the um, the music industry. We were just more focused on the entertainment industry. Well, it's just influences in general. You don't even have to be anything special to be an influencer. I you suppose. Know? There are just faces and models out there who yeah. are like, buy me stuff because I'm pretty and have lots of followers. Yeah. You know. Cool. Um, so those are all the responses. Let's see the overall result of what we got. So it was actually split 50-50. Wow. Right down the middle. With 50% of people saying no and 50% of people saying sort of. No one said yes. Well, I'm glad we don't have an impressionable audience. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. It's so interesting though because I see a lot of people trying to, you know, sell products and through that kind of way of, of brand deals and I I don't I don't think I've ever purchased something from someone going, Hey, buy this. Really? Except Taylor's of merchandise. Right. Um <laughs> Well oh actually the no one 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 <laughs> one thing I purchased was Zoella. Do you know Zoella? Zoe Sug? Nope. She's a YouTuber. She's very, very popular. She's okay. from Britain. Right. Um, she lives in Brighton, actually. Lovely. Like, right next door to PewDiePie. Um, she used to do um, a brand deal with the skincare company Simple. Okay. It was like products for like um, sensitive skin and stuff like that. And I was like, huh, guess I'll check it out. Yeah. And so I went and bought some stuff from Priceline. Yeah. Tried that out. So I think that's about the only kind of thing I've done. Yeah. And different makeup products. Right. In like YouTube James videos Charles. and stuff. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, yeah, not, not many things. Mostly just, you know, Taylor Swift merchandise and vinyls right. and, and all that kind of stuff. But that's that wasn't influenced by anyone telling me to. That's just something I wanted to do and it's someone's products. Um, otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm not really like, hey, try this out. And You're like, okay. Oh, I did Honey. I subscribed to Honey. Right. Like you've, you've done that too. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's something that helps you. Well, that, well that's still a, a product. It's a service yeah. that brand deals with YouTubers and such. Who'd you sign up from? Brienne. Brienne? Yeah, you're like, eh, do it by Mr. Mr. Beast. Beast. But uh, so, um, Brienne told me about it from her videos. So nice. I thought I'd give it to her. How many subscribers does she have? I'm not sure. Okay. Thousands of sorts. Thousands? I yeah. think like 100K. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Well, let's move on to the second question of this episode being, given the option, would you want to be an online influencer slash internet famous? Um, depends when you ask me. If you asked me when I was 13 years old, I would have said 100% absolutely. I think yeah. every kid wants to be a YouTuber and get paid yeah. for it. But like, as I got older, the desire for it decreased. But Because reality sunk in. And like, you know, 
I think I want to do something more. Not saying that like YouTube or doing anything like online isn't like uh, fulfilling or has purpose. I'm sure. Like, look at Mr. Beast. He has purpose. He's trying to stop poverty. But um, I I think I'm meant for something more than YouTube and stuff like that. But having said that, I do have a following online and I want to migrate into the YouTube world to monetize my content as like a part-time hobby thing. But I don't necessarily want to make it my career. Yeah. It would be awesome if that was self-sustaining. Yeah. I feel like YouTube has had a had its run. Now, the I feel like with YouTube, it was big like to be big on YouTube, you would have had to start it out when YouTube started. Pretty much, yeah. It's so same, much harder. Same with TikTok. You would have had to start your content when everyone was on it. Otherwise, there's already so many names that everyone knows you trying to creep in there and make a name for yourself won't work mm. because you're either unoriginal or just you're not them. Yeah. Like everyone's already got millions and millions of subscribers. You, you can't reach them. There's unless... too much competition. Exactly. So... I feel like for YouTube, yeah, that ship has sailed if you want to get, like, big. If you want to use it, like, the way you said, like, for, um, or like you have said, I'm not sure if you've said it yet in this episode, but for, for like, a good reason to, like, raise awareness for yeah. for different things, like... Um, yeah, as you were saying, like, if you want to start YouTube just to be, like, a big household name on YouTube, I think now is the worst time than ever to start doing that. But what I want to do is, like, you know more on the fun hobbyist side where I'm just doing it for fun. And if I'm paid, cool. Where like um, I've started, not st- I haven't uploaded, but I'm in the works of creating a YouTube channel where it's all about like, you know, helping the community, giving to charity, like helping out folks and doing like cute little fun challenges with, with whomever, with my friends, with my girlfriends. Which is, not me. <laughs> which is you. And yeah, like I just want to do it because I like doing it. And like I want to... Say I do like a, a weekly or a monthly donation to a charity. Like I would do that anyway. But if I can like show it to like a thousand people, 10,000 people, a hundred thousand people that I'm doing it and I'm earning nothing because I, I have a regular job and I don't get paid for YouTube, then like you guys would be able to do it. It's fun. You feel good about it and you're helping out the community. And in that way, you would then influence them to do something good. To do something good. Absolutely. Rather than just buy a product yeah. that helps everyone get money. Yeah. Instead, you're wanting to do good in the world, influence people to donate to charity and, and help out and volunteer and yeah. buy environmentally um, friendly, products. friendly products and things like that, yeah. which I think is a is a good way to use that kind of platform. And Like say, yeah. for instance, the the time where you and I donated to the Salvation Army. We donated around about $100 to it, which for me on my salary is, I would say, 20% of my salary, which is 1.5 days of work for me in a week. Yeah. So, to donate that much, I had to work 1.5 days. That fed a family for a month. Yeah. So, if 1.5 of my days equals 31 of someone else's, that's that's a win. Yeah. Everybody it's, it's wins then. Obviously, like, if you have the money, like, do it. Like, no one's forcing you to do it if you yourself don't have money, you know. But I guess it's just to raise that awareness that it is a thing. But and, even looking yeah. at it like that, 
like 1.5 days equals 31. Yeah, it's it's a really great thing. And I think more people should use a big flat pat should use a big platform like that to influence people in a good way to yeah help the less fortunate rather than just keep buying products and feeding into big corporations. Yeah, exactly. Like, like or I imagine like 99% of the people who have like a surplus of money after the week's bills and then their their luxurious expenses, like just spend it on absolute crap. Yeah, when just things they don't need. Stuff they don't need, like, you know, junk food or like... I don't know. Another MacBook. <laughs> another Ma- another MacBook. And you could like give it to someone who actually needs it and change their life. Yeah. Like it's a, it's amazing what $100 can do. Yeah. We you filled know? a whole table with food. It, we bought a lot of food. Yeah. We bought. That was a lot of food. Um, If you want to see a visual of the photo, it'll it'll be on the website along um, the post for this episode. Um, It was for a community co-op Sutherland Shire. They're the, the Salvation Army. Um, they work with yeah. You can see a photo on there. We spent ninety seven dollars. Yeah. So yeah, it's ama- it's amazing. You know, thinking thinking about that difference. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, given the option, would you want to be an online influencer slash internet famous? You said, um, sort of. Sort of. If you asked me ten years ago, definitely. Yeah. Not so much right now. Yeah. But Says as he as who as is. But like as where I am, I don't <laughs> I don't need to be famous, right? Yeah, but I would like to see if this does go anywhere. Yeah, it would be cur- It would be it would be cool to see. Yeah, and like if if my Instagram, oh, I'm sorry, if my TikTok dies, I don't care. Yeah, I was not. I was like, it just happened anyway. It just happened. It was a yeah. bonus. Yeah, and I don't need it to be happy. I was happy before it. I'll be happy after it. Yeah, I'll be happy wherever it takes me. How about you? Um, hundred <laughs> percent. Maybe not internet famous i don't know like exactly like you said when i was younger would have jumped at the chance for everyone to know my name you, you did some youtube stuff you know i did yeah i didn't get much but i did it but that was for funsies not yeah. to like you know be a millionaire no but when i was younger you know the my dream was to be the next taylor swift and to to be famous and everyone know my name and be a singer and you know that that kind of thing but as I grew up, I've noticed like the behind the scenes of, of famous people and what their lives are like. And it sounds exhausting yeah. and invasive and you have to always be, be 3,000 steps ahead of everyone and on guard all the time and hide away, especially with, you know, with people like singers, especially I feel get a lot of, well, anyone who's famous, actors, singers, anyone who has a big name for themselves just have to be the, careful they can't so, you can't leave the house there's so much pressure like yeah. physically and mentally yeah and it's like if you don't get a job if you don't get a film then you're out of money yeah you know and if you stop for too long then you, no one's going to want you, you won't anymore be relevant if anymore. you say the wrong thing then no one's going to want to hire you you're not going to be in any movies like Catherine Heigl i mean did a couple of things you know she made bad comments you know against movies that she was in um, as well as a TV show, great. She was in Grey's Anatomy, and she had a go at the writers. And after that, no one wanted her in their movies anymore. Yeah, she was. And canceled. just like that, her career went downhill. Most dived, yeah. So to be, I would just like to be known for my podcast, and but like as a job, you right. know, I want people to know my name, but for my career, not so much to be like. <laughs> 
I'm an online influencer. Look at my my you know shampoo that I'm using. You know. Yeah, like you you think of like Mikey and Emma for their radio shows, not like to push a product. Yeah, just to be I don't know themselves. They are. I want to make a name for myself. They're famous of because of what they do. Yeah, that's exactly right. So that's that's what I would want to be known for. But um, yeah, that's me. That's you. Let's see what the survey responses said. So the first response is from Callum. He says, no, he would not want to be saying, I don't need that responsibility. I'd rather have something I make become popular or famous rather than me myself. Right. Like a director or something, I guess. I suppose. Yeah. Or like make a business. Yeah. Our next response is from Maddie. He says, yes. I would love to use my platform to spread awareness about the issues that mean the most to me, like Black Lives Matter, the issue of revenge porn and human trafficking, and transphobia. I won't lie, having brands give you stuff is cool. I'm not I'm not above wanting free stuff to promo, if it feels like it suits my brand and my voice, obviously. So he wants to use it in the same kind of way you do, like to promote and make certain issues aware. Yes. Um more more people more aware of those issues. His are more um, like social issues, more and more like like hard, the environment hard hitting like big picture stuff yeah but it's not, still, not saying any of that's not big picture yeah, stuff yeah it's still very similar to to what you were saying you don't want to promote brands so much you just want your voice you would rather your voice be heard in the way of helping the world and society rather than trying to get people to buy stuff we would use our online quote fame to achieve our goal of, yeah. and our premise is to make the world a better place yeah Next response is from Brie. She says, yes, it'd be a maybe leaning towards yes. Would be less stressful than a normal nine to five day, but then also all the haters would get to me. Yeah. Yeah. People are savage. Yeah. Like I'm sure we've been bullied in high school, but imagine imagine that like thousands of people, faceless people, but that's what you got to remember. Like all the people who have given me hate on TikTok don't have a picture in their profile picture and are private. (laughs) Right. So they're literally hiding behind the safety of the internet. Our next response is from Kelly. She says, yes, I want to use the platform to encourage people to be themselves. Keep learning and look out for others. Nice. Yeah. Next response is from Merrin. She says, no, saying, I don't need strangers to like me. That's true. Totes fair. I mean, yeah, I don't care. That's not what you're after. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm on... I'm online to make people laugh. That's all. Yeah. You don't have to like me. I just want to make you laugh. Yeah. And scroll past If you don't me. like my content, unfollow me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's that. It's, yeah. Cyber- it's, up, it's up to the the person taking in the content to decide what they want to watch. Exactly. Yeah. The next response is from an anonymous male. He says, no, while it might not seem like it, I'm quite introverted and would detest people constantly coming up to me. Like PewDiePie won't have anyone take photos with him. That's not because he's shy. It's because he doesn't want to be... Um, harassed in public yeah he just he's every celebrity has once been and if not are already a normal human being yeah <laughs> they have lives other than the internet or the yeah movie. they're not like you babe they're not aliens they're not aliens Shh. <laughs> and the final response is from an anonymous female who says no she says it's too invasive yeah you got to be the right kind of person to want to be famous yeah you got to give up your privacy really yeah uh, yeah and 100%. you can't care what other people think. Otherwise, you're doomed. Yes. So, the final results for that question being, given the option, would you want to be an online influencer slash internet famous? 75% of people just straight up said no. And 25% of people said yes, they would. 
seems most people like their privacy. Yeah, and just wanted to, want their lives to be stress-free, not having to worry about to impress other people. So on the topic of online influencers, if you have TikTok, you have probably seen a guy named Ash Media pop up on your For You page. He's most commonly known for his POV videos, being a checkout guy chatting to customers as they leave the store and closing pages singing the fresh food people jingle. With almost 100,000 followers, Liam, aka Ash Media, joins us to talk about what having a such a large following online is like. Yeah. Welcome. Hi. Hello. Thank Hi. you for having me. No, of uh, course. I... Um, so yeah, this topic uh, for this podcast is um, online influencers, online fame, and I just wanted to get your point of view of what it's like from your side rather than from someone taking in the content online. Yeah. So how, do, how have you found it so far? What's it been like in general? It's been very surreal because I didn't post on TikTok um, to get to where I am. I just posted a few things and they got big, you know. Um, funnily enough, someone, one person who I met out um, at a nightclub followed me just on TikTok. And I just thought, how can I get this person's attention? So I posted my first closing announcement, which I did over a year ago at that point. And then that, and then I wasn't on my phone for hours. And then I got to my grandparents because well, I was driving to my grandparents' house and they're, they're a few hours away from me. And I looked at my phone and it already had a hundred thousand views. And I thought, well, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and since then, yeah, it's kind of just skyrocketed. Like every video I post, well, not every video, but like videos I post, like even the most random ones who I, that I think like, oh, this is boring. They get like a million views. It's, it's weird. That's insane. I couldn't even imagine what it's like for that many people to be like viewing your face. Does it get to you? Like, is, no. does it freak you out or? No, people have asked me that before and no, it doesn't. I, I, I it doesn't, I don't know what it feels like. I, it feels, it's definitely a cool, unique feeling. Um, but it's, it doesn't creep me out that that many people are seeing my face, but, um, yeah, no, it's, but it's definitely a feeling which is a bit indescribable. You know, it's surreal. Yeah. Yeah. Has it given you an appreciation for other online influences, like knowing that it happened to you? So people that you watch online, they're just ordinary people like yourself. That just, yeah. That, that just happens to. Has it changed your view on those people? It, you know what, Matt? It, it has. It, yeah? it truly has. Yeah, because like, everyone starts out from square one, you know, unless you're, you know, the son of, I don't know, Leonardo DiCaprio, then you're already yeah. famous, but you know, you've got people that, you know, just, you know, just post something and then they get, they gain traction. And definitely like when you are, you know, especially younger people, I definitely think people look, you know, you obviously look at people differently for every stage of your life when you're, you know, 12 and 15, you look at, you know, your favorite YouTuber and you go like, Oh my God, like they're amazing. How can I, t-? and you try and send them DMS and stuff Yeah, and you do it. So like, there's definitely that, but, um, then when you, you know, when you get more into, you know, adulthood, um, you don't think of it too much, but then when you actually get to a level of some of those people that you're seeing, um, it's like, Oh, Wow, like it, it really like you like my day to day life is still the exact same as it was beforehand. Um, just besides that, I've got to make sure I make TikToks, but 
it it does make me have an appreciation for people, especially like hate. You definitely have a bit more sympathy for people where like they are just trying to make content for people to laugh at. Yeah. And then, you know, people get bullied for physical appearances or just anything that they say they get, you know, and, and, and I get that too. But you learn to, um, you know, let don't let them get to you. There's always going to be the 1% of your viewers that are just going to be against you. Exactly. And they're, they're out there to make people not have a great time. Exactly. But besides that, overall majority, they just, they, they're pretty good. I hope that answers the question, by the way. Yeah, no, it no, does. Yeah. But you did say your everyday life hasn't really changed. But no. do you get, like, recognised in public? Like, is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. No, it is a thing. I went to Cronulla the other night to go to a bar to see some people I haven't seen in years, like five years. So I went all the way to Cron- Cronulla uh, and, um, and I went to um, a club, club there called Northeast. And the guy put a drink out and I said, oh, what's that called? He goes like, well, they don't sell them at Woolies. And then all, oh. all the people there um, recognize me. So it's definitely, that's the bit that is sur- very surreal because like, you don't know how to handle it. It's, it's it, like, I go like, oh, hi. Yes, it's, yes, it's me. Because it's, it's the question is, are you from TikTok? And I'm like, I, I I sometimes say maybe I don't know. Yeah, I could I could be. <laughs> I could uh, be. I don't that's, know. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty cool. Well, with being I guess online so much, would you identify yourself as an influencer? Like, do you think you come under that umbrella? Um, I personally don't think so myself, but a lot of people do think that, like, um, I think the most influential thing I've done is when, um, I uh, promoted some Woolworths, uh, branded products and it got up onto the, you know, a few new, like daily mail and news.com. And from that, even in our store, like the sales of the, of the cakes. That specific product. Yeah, that's specific. Yeah, lava cakes. So if you want to get them there, that's so funny. I love I tried lava the mac- cakes. I tried the macaroni and cheese balls that you. Promoted. Yeah, they they they're, they're pretty good too. They're, they're a good, good stuff. Snack. Um, but yeah, so I just did that, and I wasn't thinking. And I woke up one day, and I had all these um, comments and messages saying, "You're on the daily, you're on news.com, you're on Carl Jackie O," and I was just like. I didn't approve of this. <laughs> what? Well, they called me Luke. I mean, that was a pretty good one when they Luke. said, "Yeah, they misspelled Luke his name." Luke works at an undisclosed Woolworths location, and I'm like, "Oh, yes, Luke. I love this." That's, just stick with it. Just go with yeah. it. It's, it's not like his name tag is in his videos. No, it's not like your yeah. bio is. It's Liam. Li- literally, yeah. and also, also one of the funny things is one of the screenshots, the grabs that they got from the video, has my name badge in the bottom right of the corner saying. Liam, you know. Oh god. This goes to show that those journalists are just trying to do pump out a pump out a, a report as fast as they yeah. can. Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. I, I yeah, I loved it. Yeah. That's quite funny. But um yeah, so if if I would call myself an influencer, I to be fair, I might be that naive to think I'm not one. But if I am, you know, I get I do get a lot of um emails now from like companies wanting me to pro- promote their products. Yeah, and I'm pretty slack. I I read them and I go, oh, that would be good. Yeah. But then I then I just leave it and I forget about it. Yeah. That's yeah. the worst thing about me. I read an email and I just forget about the email. But yeah. All right. Well, let's end this with a quick fire round. 
Um, we'll ask you the questions of what we put out yep. in the actual survey. So there are three questions. Um, yeah. It's yes or no. You can say yes or no. And then you can also elaborate a bit if you like. There's no time. Okay. It's not really quick fire. It's just these yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so do online influencers actually influence you? No. Not even a little bit. <laughs> no, I see them. Like I see them with like the the blankets, like the, the weighted blankets or the woodies and stuff like that. And I'm like. I don't really want to. Uh, second question is, given the option, would you want to be an online influencer slash internet famous? So like if you weren't per se, um, would that be something you would aspire to want to do? I think for me, yeah. If you asked me five years ago, it would have been like, yes, yeah. now. <laughs> like if, but ever since like I left school and stuff like that, I was just like, oh, I don't really care like that so I would have been like, oh, maybe, but I've had like, you know, uh, what do you, yeah, like um, pre-thoughts, you know, just going like, oh, but I like, think about this thing. But then it was kind of just thrusted onto me, you know, like, well, not give it, thrusted, you like, the I responsibility is mine. <laughs> yeah. And then it just, um, and then, yeah. So I, yes. And, and no, because I know that like comes with it is a lot of, you know, responsibility and, yeah. um, for content and also looking after yourself. Awesome. And the last question is, what are your general thoughts about online influencers and online fame? I think online fame, a lot of people, um, when they get into it, they get a bit of a big head. Um, and I, it's not to their fault. They just get a big like head. And my, I mean, I got a little big head when, you know, and, you, and they think that they're invincible and they think they're cool and they can um, do a lot of stupid things. Um, and then just lose that. Um, so my, uh, but so I think it's something that you've got so much power. You've got a following. Like I was with Matt the other day, and he said a really good antidote where it was like, when I first got five thousand followers, imagine five thousand followers, social distancing apart, of course, <laughs> in front of you. You know that's a lot of people, and now you've got close, you know, close to double digits and triple digits. You know, you're very high up there. You know, that's a stadium. That's a football crowd, even more, you know. Like, that's a lot of people that you're influencing. And because they have taken the time to follow you, you are a part of their lives. You know, you are... It's like when, back in the day, like, when they, they when TV was bigger, you know, they would say, thank you for letting me into your living room. You know, you're letting them into, you know, their, their beds and the toilets <laughs> and all that. You know, thank you for... They, you know, so it becomes a great big of responsibility. And especially a lot of kids, uh, for me, I've got a lot of, you know, younger kids um, that follow me, which uh, the condom ones I hope doesn't go on their For You page. It'll probably but, uh, go right over their heads. That, that would. But um, yeah, I've always had this philosophy with like, whether it's anything I post online or anything I make, if you do it because it's fun, you can't lose. Yeah. If you have zero followers or if you have 100,000, like you don't do it because of the follower count. You do it because it's fun and it. you enjoy it. And then the followers are just a nice bonus. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Which, which I think exactly. you touched on earlier because you just did it because it was fun. And then all of a sudden, 100,000 followers. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still doing it because it's, it's fun. Yeah. You know? and, the, and there was that point, like I said earlier, um, you know, a few months ago where I was, it wasn't fun. I was just like, this is stressful. And you always had people messaging you saying um like oh i'm not seeing you on your for you page and stuff anymore and i was just like oh 
sports and there's so much stress you know yeah uh, there's too much pressure on you you're only a you're only a young young kid yeah exactly so but i'm loving it now it's it's a lot of fun taking the ride didn't get any free drinks at the club i was at the other night which would have been nice damn but you got recognized which i think is a win that is fun yeah yeah it's still it's still like it's a I don't know. It's, have you been recognised? I have three times only, yeah. though. How, how, how freaky is it, though? Yeah, because I was literally walking to work and then someone was like, oh, hey, Woolies guy. Oh, God. Well, even People- you, Liam, the first, time, the first time I ever saw you, you actually walked into my work and I was like, hey, I know that guy. And I went to go talk to you, but before I could talk to you, you, were, you vanished. Um, yeah. But I messaged Matt and I was like, I think that was Ash Media. Media. And then and then you came in another time and then by that point you and Matt were friends and then and then we met for the first time probably. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, like I even recognized you um yeah. before that, which I found so funny. I actually have a question. What do you think is the threshold to become online famous or an online inf- like what does it mean to be one in your definition? I I think the follower number, unless they're like actual like legitimate followers yeah like me and you um yeah but not that influence like as in like by saying that influence on someone like i influenced someone to laugh you know I right yeah. i get to have a good good time like that so if you have an influence on someone i mean that's a lot of fun that's so that's that's like for me to make someone laugh i feel i feel a million bucks i think that's just in my nature just it's such a good feeling but influence no matter if it's promotion or just on to someone if you can have an influence on someone's life a positive one that is yeah, yeah. oh i like that that's yeah. that's a that's, that's a good philosophical yeah. way of looking at it it is <laughs> yeah but thank you for that and thank you so much for talking to us i really appreciate thank you your for time. having me no of course anytime survey says good to have always. a good conversation with you now not yeah. that i have to buy a dvd so i don't yeah. <laughs> have to say say hello to you have a nice day yeah um <laughs> yeah thank you so much for being a part of this episode um and if you want to follow liam on tiktok it is ash underscore media it will be linked on the website um but i'm sure you've seen him around um yeah so thanks thanks for for coming on bro yeah thank you bye let's move on to our final question for the episode which is what are your general thoughts about online influencers slash internet fame what are yours babe what are Uh, yours online influencers and internet fame is kind of a spectrum for me you get like the people who do good with it, like promote helpful, useful products that people actually need or will improve their lives. And you also get like the other end of the spectrum, like you get the scumbags who just push anything for a dollar. Easy money, you know, people, you know, pushing a game that they clearly don't play or a product that they clearly don't use, but they just see the dollar signs and companies just like, hey, you've got a following, we've got lots of money, how about we work together? Yeah. So, and the worst part is, you can always tell which ones they are by what products they push. Yeah. I think from following quite a few like um, female YouTubers and I, I follow, I definitely follow a lot more females than males. I think the only males I follow are like friends. So my feed is filled with like YouTubers and, and people like that who are very visually like their platform is visual, obviously. Yeah. So in turn... 
the usual thing is you have a YouTube channel. Your Instagram is also very full of content, consistently yeah. posting. Very, not very edited, but edited to look nice and visually aesthetic. So your whole aesthetic is nice, basically. So I think in in that respect for online influencers, they seem a little bit too... Pushy? Not No, like fake like crafted like their steps are so out like they have an instagram feed that they've planned three weeks in advance and their their instagram theme is all white and blue is the accent color you know it's like beach i only post about the beach it's kind of like it's not human enough it's too good to be true well it's like i would much rather hear an opinion come from someone who yes has a following but is like a normal person and that's why emma chamberlain became so big why because she was just so relatable like she didn't wear makeup in all her photos she posted like quote-unquote ugly candids of her just being like huh what right and just that's like relatable she was 100 percent relatable and that's why she's popular it's more of yeah listening to the people who don't put themselves on a pedestal yeah because those people can seem pushy yes and seem like hey i'm on top of the world buy this product i'm talking about because i need more money to look this pretty so i can post more photos that you want to see that i want to post yeah you know like you don't want to seem like the polished kind you want to see the rel- you want to be the relatable kind yeah So, yeah, that's what I think. And I definitely think if people are using it for good and expressing their thoughts on on societal issues that need to be fixed, um, I think that's also a a very good thing. Yeah, and you can tell when someone's being fake about a product that they don't care or use. Yeah. Because one YouTuber I follow, Isaac Butterfield, he has a massive beard that comes down to his chest, right? And when he's advertising a product called Lawnmower, which is essentially a shaver, he's talking to the camera and expressing, like, true opinion. But when he's talking about a game that he's playing, it's B-roll of the game and you can clearly tell he's reading a script because he doesn't like have any personal opinions about the game. Right. It's so, just like, there. It's just there. Mm. There you go. Well, now you know what we think. Let's see what everyone else thinks. All right. So, Callum thinks uh, his opinion on uh, online influences and internet fame. His opinion is as long as they understand the weight of their actions and use it responsibly, then they are a valid and good source of entertainment. Yeah, that makes sense. You are as good as what you... What am I trying to say? I have no idea. You uh, you can use it for good or for evil. Yeah. Yeah. Next response is from a James. Um, He just says his general thoughts about online influences and internet fame. He says, most are pretty pointless. Look, I'm actually surprised that brand deals are still a thing because... I don't actually know how many people buy things off of being like, hey, use my code. Well, on average, I've actually looked this up. The return of investment for a company, if they go through a sponsorship with an influencer, is five to one. So say if they pay them a dollar, the company would get back $5 from that promotion. So for the most part, it works. It works. Right. On average. Yeah. Like this is like companies who fail to big companies. But like, just imagine like five to one is the average. There could be like a hundred to ones or like 0.1 to ones. Yeah. People who flunk or people who do so well. Our next response is from Maddie. His opinion is, I think there's a fine line between the ones who have fallen into dangerous. I think there's a fine line between the ones who have fallen into dangerous vanity and corporate shilling and the influencers who hit the balance right 
with using their platform for good and expression and also as an income. That fine line is easy to cross though, and it's sad, always sad to see someone cross it into the dark side. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, how they just go from, hey, I believe in this product to it's putting food on my table. I'll, I'll promote <laughs> anything to you. Next response is from Brie. She says, if you can rock it and handle it, why the hell not? Yeah. You got you to gotta be proud of what you're pushing. Otherwise, people just read right through you. Our next response is from Kelly. She says, the same as, the same as almost any popular culture. It's okay for the light fun and entertainment, but don't take the most... But don't take most of them too seriously. At the end of the day, you know what you want to buy. And if you're impressionable, don't go on the internet. Next response is from Merrin. She says, I think gamers and YouTubers are sometimes very clever and invent their own children's TV shows. Girls taking photos of themselves and hardly any clothes to gain popularity is awful. I see this a lot in the fitness industry. That does happen, but it's not all in online influencers. Next response is from an anonymous male, 18 to 24. He says they have an important societal role with all the young people who follow them. Absolutely. But they have a role, but they also have a responsibility to not promote like gambling to children. Right. Yeah. Next response is from a male named Matt in the age range of 45 to 54. He says each to their own. If that's their passion to make them happy or helps others, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Let people. You do you. Next response is from an anonymous female who says, it's bullshit. Online influencers are bullshit, apparently. Next response is from an anonymous male, age range 18 to 24. He says, some seem to be a bit full of themselves, kind of like their poop isn't smelly. Yeah, you get both kinds of online influencers. And last response is from an anonymous female, age range 45 to 54. She thinks it's a crock of crap. I, it, from the looks of it, looking back on that, majority of people who are above the age of 45 um, don't like it at all. Yeah. Like saying it's a bullshit, um, f- full of themselves and all that stuff. And then the younger people are like, well, yep, if if you like it, then, then do it. Yeah, as long as fence. you're doing it for the right reasons, then then totally cool with me. Uh, that seems like a little pattern to me. Well, I think that like, you know, when the internet was like up and running, like at, at the start of its life, right, yeah. there wasn't much advertisement on it, which is what I think that the older generation got used to. Now right. they're bombarded with advertisement and that's what's pissing them off. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. But for the younger viewers, like the anonymous male and Brie, she says it's cool because they grew up with lots of advertisements and watching YouTube. That's what they used to. Yeah. It's exactly what they used to. So it's not anyone's fault. It's probably just what they used to. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and that is it for this episode on the topic of online influences and online fame. Don't forget to follow the website, surveysayspodcast.com. There's also a Facebook page and Instagram. It is all linked on the website. And if you'd like to follow me personally, my account is Mel Maltby Radio. And you can follow me on Instagram at Matt Wynn Thomas and the same on TikTok. And also previously from when we interviewed um, Liam... His TikTok and Instagram are ash underscore media. That will also be linked on the page. And the next episode will be with Alex for the I'd Be The Man edition of Survey Says on the topic of makeup, followed by Matt and I's next episode um, on the environment. I'm looking forward to this one. Me too. Um, Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. See you in a fortnight. Bye.